How's it going, Internet? Welcome to episode 63 of uh, Outrage Factory, the podcast where we look at things that made you mad online. Back after a two-week hiatus, I am Derek Bolin. I'm Dale DeRuiter. Thanks. Thanks for for tuning in today. Yeah. uh, Your ears will be pleasured severely. We're going to stimulate your ear holes. That sounded threatening. I was thinking (laughs) on the way here, do you think we should say the date that we're recording? No. What if we say, what if we talk about something and then the next day something else more relevant pops up and we're kind of wrong? That literally happens every time we talk about anything. That's just the kind of, the outrage economy now, uh, things shift and change so fast and people get mad about stuff and then they find out that they shouldn't have been mad about stuff and then people don't get mad about stuff, find out that they should have been madder about stuff. That's kind of the main reason why this podcast actually has legs. Whoa. Because people are mad about stuff they shouldn't be mad about, which is our premise, right? I assume you're using has legs in that. No, the, no. The legs we, are. We got sexy gams. <laughs> We're both kind of runners, question mark. I actually have not ran in uh, a, a significant amount of time. I should probably get back to it. Yeah, but we have done extensive running. We've both been in three sun runs, so I think that makes us runners for i don't know like i know morbidly obese people who have done three sun runs i yeah. don't know if that's well the, the benchmark is, for people who are physically active yeah the thing is it's like i mostly jog and walk should i still be called a runner yeah yeah okay do you run yeah ever yeah i ran saturday yesterday ladies hey <laughs> get a load of this guy <laughs> Running, <laughs> running long distances. I run in the forest for exercise by myself. Okay, that's weird. Breathing deeply in the forest. I carried the bodies out there and then I <laughs> run back unburdened. Although that would be quite the brag about your upper body strength, being like I carried a body into the woods. <laughs> not you know how hard that would be. Like an average body would be like what 150 pounds. Could you imagine carrying 150 awkwardly displaced pounds? Into a forest for like, because you got to go far enough away from people. So you're going through like underbrush and hard obstacles. So you'd have to have a lot of strength to actually carry a body into the forest. Isn't that what people do every time like morons who like to like, just like driving to a campsite and going camping isn't enough for them. They're like, oh, I have to hike up into the mountains and like pack all my shit into a bag and carry it on my back. That's camping. Yeah. That's what. That's what those people do. But they, they still go on trails. If you're carrying a body, you're going off the trail. I go mean, on. I'm not, I'm not going to try. Go on. Yeah. Tell well, me more. You don't want people to find it. So you got to go off the trail where people don't walk. Because if you just hike up into the mountains on a hiking trail and dump a body, people are just going to be like hiking there. Like you said, these idiots who can't just handle being in the woods, they got to go up mountains to woods. They're going to find your body. So you got to go like. Thick brush. Yeah, but if you're grunting and shuffling your way through un- under under brush, under bush, mm-hmm. under brush, under, under bush. bush. I feel like it should be under bush, but it might actually be called under brush. Wouldn't brush be located under bush? 
Hey, can you tell we don't go outside much? <laughs> I'm going to Google this really quick. <laughs> See, we Google the most important facts. No, like, under underbrush. Shrubs and small trees. Oh. Oh, the, the, brush the brush under the trees. Under. <laughs> oh, you're not walking underbrush. You're walking through the underbrush. It all makes sense. Wow. English is confusing. Anyway, if you're walking through that, yeah. you're probably like carving a trail like, imagine you walking with the dead body on your back yeah. through the underbrush. Yeah. It's going to be pretty obvious where you went. Yeah. But if you're just some random hiker and you're going up this nicely manicured hiking trail and then you see this random trail off into the woods that looks like somebody went there once, are you like, oh, I'm going to go on that trail? I would absolutely because it's a, one of two things. Dead body, buried treasure. That's a good point. That's it. All right. Two reasons or someone went to take a shit in the woods and you're going to walk like 10 paces and step in it. Treasure? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So Derek's uh, taught us to not bring a body into the woods. Always explore <laughs> shady looking trails in the forest because yeah. they'll lead to something interesting. Like somebody who shat behind a tree. <laughs> Call back. <laughs> We should start a movement. Yeah. Like, I think the funniest thing to do would be, mm-hmm. you know, like geocaching. Is that still a thing people do? Like Pokemon Go? No, like actual geocaching. Uh, was that just like go? Ca- I'm I, not. I feel exactly like it was sure. like internet enabled. I never did it, but I know some people who are big and isn't just like internet enabled scavenger hunts. And you would like leave things. Someone would like hide things. In places. Oh, I'm sure people still there's dude. There's lots of dorks out there who do stuff like that for fun. Like there's an exit room every two blocks. I'm sure there's people still geocaching. So there's geocaching uh, apps available. Geocaching is an outdoor recreational activity in which participants use a global positioning system, receiver, or mobile device, and other navigational techniques to hide and seek containers called geocaches or caches at specific locations marked by coordinates all over the world. So a hilarious thing to do would be to just go and shit in a box and poop in a bunch of places yeah. and then like upload the geocaching coordinates and then someone burns <laughs> an entire weekend hunting through the woods for your feces. But you got to put it in a box. Because yes. otherwise, if you're poop, it might have gotten rained on and dissipated. <laughs> you don't, you don't want the poop to get damaged. Well, because if that happens and they get to that geocaching point, then they'll be like, oh, it's already. Oh, wait, that might actually be good because they get there and they'd be like, oh, the treasure's already gone. Somebody got here before me. I'm going to go to the next one. But if you shat in a box, they'd be like, it's a box of shit. Fuck this. I'm not going to the next one. So they would only waste a couple hours instead of their entire weekend. Uh, anyways, geocachers are nerds and they should all feel bad about the hobbies they have. Yeah. In other news. So I was thinking like since we don't have one of those podcasts that has like um, producers and stuff to make like sound drops and stings. We should just sing them for different. We we can we can do those. We can get a soundboard. I can get a soundboard right now. You, well, that's like an internet soundboard. I can get a soundboard. Okay. Because I was thinking, because ladies, Derek's officially a dilf. <laughs> Is it just me that finds that word? Crazy. Wait, what soundboard were you going? What, what sound drop were you looking for? Well, that? like, I was gonna say, <laughs> 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 no, 
No, I was going to say we should have – because you're like a rock climber. It's only going to be like two weeks tops before you find a new girl to be like betrothed to. So what we should do is while we have this small window of Derek actually being single, we should have like updates on the podcast about – how fucking terrible it is to be dating in our modern climate. It's great. I am actually having an amazing time. I've met some really great people. I've uh, been talking to one girl on the phone for like uh, probably like 12, 12, 15 hours talking on the phone. What? You're supposed to hate this so that people who aren't single – can be like, oh, I'm not single. Thank God, because it's terrible. No, it's fantastic. I really, and like, even I went into it being like, I want to have the shittiest, because I'm a guy who spent like 15 of the last 16 years in relationships. Like I said, it's only a small window that you're actually single. Well, that's the, I'm like, yeah, I'm probably going to immediately end up dating someone. Yeah, so like that's a cool. rock climber. <laughs> I mean. I don't get the analogy. Because you can't be alone. Otherwise, you'll fall to your death. Oh! <laughs> wow, that's clever. I get yeah, it. I don't know. Is, All right. is that too mean? No, that's, that mean? that's pretty accurate, I guess. Okay. But also, is that kind of alerting the women who you'd be dating on this podcast that you might have baggage? Uh, let's. So, women who I might be dating, if you're listening to this, please cover your ears for the next segment. Okay. All right. We so, go. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. I just want to double check. Cover your ears. <laughs> Earmuffs. If we've been flirting at all. Yeah. All right. All thousand? You've been da- you've been flirting with so many women. It's not that Do you think they know about each other and are jealous because there's literally hundreds of them? No. So I've been... There's not... Okay. I know, I know. <laughs> I'm just trying to like... Get Derek shit because of a shit disturbance. Well, they're covering their ears, so it's not going to... It's not going to matter. They're not going to hear that part. Yeah. Right? Anyways... So I was thinking about this, and we should come up with a song. And I was like... For the soundboard. Yeah. And it should be like... And then I was like, well, we don't have a soundboard. And we can't do those like cool radio intros. We, we can't, if we cared enough to invest the effort, we could do all of those things. We uh, just don't. Uh, so should I just sing one? Yeah. Yeah, Dale. Derek's adventures of being a dill. <laughs> Bam. Boy, oing, oing. See? Isn't that awesome? That was actually really good. <laughs> I'm impressed. My whole thing was like, when I became single, I was like, I'm going to start like a whole separate dating podcast. Yeah. Where I could just like talk about all these like horribly shitty bumble dates I went on and like the awful people I met and how I continually struck out with women uh, because I'm, you know, like a 38-year-old really bald. So your problem is you might have all these character flaws, (laughs) but you're doing... I conceal them well. You're doing financially great. (laughs) So... (laughs) So you've got like... It's like dating's handicap. It's like, oh, I might not be attractive. Oh, I might... I don't know, have some weird character hang-ups, but I make a lot of money, so you'll probably be okay with that. So if I was more poor, yeah, I would be in a better position to have a dating podcast is what you're saying. Yeah, because when you get to our age, women have done the thing where they're like, I don't care how much a man makes, I'm going to date him anyway. And then they realize how shitty it is 
to date men who have no money to do anything. Yeah. So, well, it's like, yeah, everyone goes through that in their 20s where it's like everyone, every woman, I think, goes mm-hmm. through that in their 20s where they're like, oh, I'm just going to date this like guy. He's passionate. He's an yeah. artist. He like eats ramen three meals a day. Yeah. Like not good ramen, the like packaged shit. But you done. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Noodles. Yeah. Let's go even one step less classy than Itchy Ben. <laughs> yeah. That's but true. like, yeah, everyone's experienced that. And then once you get older, once women get older, I think they're looking for guys who are like more established in their career yeah. and family. And dudes are looking for women who are uh, not mean to them. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> as guys get older, they are looking for women who are. Far younger <laughs> than they should be looking for. Yeah, and it's true because it's funny because I've had a woman be like, when I was single for that extremely. Ladies, Dale <laughs> has had a woman. Yeah, so she told me she was basically like, I dated a financial loser for 10 years and I can't do it again. And I was like, well, I didn't consider myself a financial loser, but that was when I was a graphic designer and I had the job I loved. That's a career. You worked for like an established newspaper. Yeah, but I wasn't making enough money to not be considered a financial loser. Well, because you were working in, in journalism. Yeah, in the newsprint industry <laughs> where there is no money. And this was six years ago where there was even more money than there is now and there was none. So that's why I became a welder. And it worked. Solely to, no. You have a girlfriend. Yeah, it worked. Yeah. Actually, no, I became a welder because I realized that having the job you love and not having enough money to do the things you love in your free time isn't worth it. So you might as well have a job you could tolerate and then make enough money to do all the stuff you love. And then hopefully you'll be so tired from the job you tolerate that you won't waste money doing stuff you love and then you'll just have money. It's an awfully long-winded way of saying I became a welder because I wanted to be drowning in welder pussy. Yes. Wait, pussy that's (laughs) welders? Or the pussy that welders? Does it matter? Because I don't want to speak out of school, but I've welded with a few female welders. And although they were competent in their skills, they were pretty much all lesbians. So I don't know. I'm going to edit that out just so that we (laughs) No, I'm not saying that it's bad that they're lesbians. I'm just saying that if welder pussy is pussy that's welders, I'm not going to attract them because they're also looking for welder pussy. Wait, is that bad? (laughs) Well, it's out there now. (laughs) Way too late. Uh, yeah, that's that's basically. Uh, also, one thing I've learned is that uh, Bumble yeah. is a great way of marketing our podcast. Oh, is it? Because every time I'm chatting up a girl off of Bumble, I'm like, hey. I have a podcast. I have a podcast. You should listen to it. No, I never, I never say they should listen to it. Not dating me. <laughs> See, <laughs> I figure. <laughs> Fuck you, Dale. I already. <laughs> Don't understand why women listen to our podcast because I feel like I accidentally offend them pretty much constantly every podcast. Is it accidental? Yes. Are you you sure? I'm really a sweet guy at heart. (laughs) Well, no, but you know what I mean. Like, I feel like... 
It's not my fault I have these really shitty opinions <laughs> and views. These hilarious takes on life which happen to shine an unfavorable light of my opinion of the opposite sex. Yeah. I actually feel like the majority, at least the ones I know personally of mm-hmm. our listeners, are female for whatever reason. Uh, because, again, they really take pleasure in... Uh, berating me about how fucking wrong we are about any women's issues that we discuss on this podcast. So we're pretty much prohibited from discussing Maybe those. we're like that thing where they have to listen to know what we said so they could be angry about what we said. Whereas if we didn't piss them off, they wouldn't listen because they're like, well, I'm not going to be pissed off at that. So I'll take I don't, that. Yeah. So we're doing that like that no press is bad press thing where it's like when people hate like certain TV shows or news programs, they watch it to see all the things that they said that were wrong and they don't agree with. Like when people watch, like when left wing people watch Fox news, yeah, they're like, they probably have a huge core audience of people just trying to catch them slipping up and saying something offensive. Or watching them so they can get angry about the things and then tweeting them and be like, you fucking believe these fuckers at Fox yeah. news. Or they're watching them to get material for their podcasts about being outraged, which is my segue into our first topic, which is, are we talking about the Proud Boys? Do you want to do the Proud Boys stuff? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So since I'm basically Nostradamus (laughs) and uh, this whole, I remember when we talked about the punch a Nazi thing. And I said this was a very bad idea, not because Nazis shouldn't be punched, but because eventually Nazis will punch back. Oh, and God, that was so long ago. They're probably, How long ago was that? That was like the budding, like, babiness of our podcast. So my point was you shouldn't try to solve uh, views of opinion or political agendas by violence especially against Nazis or far-right people because usually they're probably the type of dudes that are better at punching than the wafy antifas. So so what happened was – what day was that that this happened? Uh, This weekend, I think. You should say in that article you have open right in front of you. Okay. So in New York – um, bu- 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 just uh, this weekend during confrontations. Yeah, so like, I think it was yesterday. There was a speech by some right winger guy. Was it an actually proud boy? So we explain yeah, what was, proud boys. Do are? you know who uh, Gavin McInnes? The, I don't know who that is. Oh, do you not? He was yeah. one of the founders of Vice back in the day. Really? Like, he was the founder of Vice. Like with the, the Shane guy. Yeah. Yeah. It was him, him and uh, he ended up getting forced out of Vice, but he was like. Was he the sexually assaulty guy? Pro- 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 probably, which would explain a lot of his political views uh, now. Yeah. Because he's turned... So he was forced out of Vice magazine uh, fucking forever, like before they got huge. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure that has turned him into a very uh, bitter, resentful, uh, angry little shell of a man. Yeah. Uh, and as a result of that, he has like gradually over the past decade drifted further and further right. Uh, and now he's like he's a talking head on on rebel media and he runs this uh, uh, his own bullshit like video journalism thing. Uh, and he founded this. I, it, it's just like a fucking club. Yeah, it said boys club called Proud Boys. Uh, and they're all like it's it's very much the kind of people who you assume this kind of thing would appeal to, which is like disenfranchised young men. Uh, who spend their entire lives on the internet, 
uh, who you might, you know, refer to as as neckbeards or basement dwellers. <laughs> uh, and they all walk around in, like, khakis and fucking polo shirts. They were really prominent at the, the Charlottesville attacks. Wait. I was just going to go more into polo shirts because they're more comfortable. Should I not wear polo shirts? They exclusively wear, I want to say, some brand, Ralph Ralph Lauren polo uh, shirts, yeah. maybe? Like, I can afford those. Or something, but they're all, like, black polo shirts with, like, gold stripes on them and khakis. And they fucking ruin khakis for me. So thanks, as a suburban dad, my pants choices are limited to, like, khakis or dress slacks. And now I can't, I can't wear khakis. Yeah, cause, and khakis were the best because... Jeans are too hot in the summer, and sometimes you don't want to wear shorts, even though, as I said before, we got gray legs. Maybe we should just wear shorts. We could. I'm wearing shorts right now, and it's the middle of October. Do that? Yeah. Okay. I guess. So now, when I wear shorts and someone says, hey, asshole, why the fuck are you wearing shorts in the middle of October? And I'll say, because those fucking Proud Boys ruin khakis for us ordinary, moderately capable of having good thoughts people. Yeah, fuckers. So what I'm noticing with society in general is basically the worst people on the planet are impressionable young men in their mid to late 20s. Because everything that's bad that happens in the world is done by men from like age 23 to 31 Con- who are dumb and convinced to do bad stuff by other people who either don't want to do it themselves or can't do it themselves. Like these Proud Boys. Like they're convinced to go physically clash with Antifa people by the – what did you say his name was? McKinnis? Yeah. Yeah. So is he the one actually talking or was it somebody else? I think he was – yeah. It was him okay. supposed to – let me let me read the news article – uh, that is currently in front of my face here. Brush off your reading out loud voice. Uh, Gavin McInnes, who founded the Proud hey. Boys in 2016 as a nationalist men's club, was scheduled to speak at the Metropolitan Republican Club that evening about deep state socialists and Western values, common themes for his group. Hey, guys, uh, maybe rename your club the Metro Repo. <laughs> the, yeah, you're welcome. That's for free because the Metropolitan Republican Club is the Metro too many repo. syllables. Is it Repo re- Repossession? Metro That's... Repo. <laughs> repo? Oh, yeah, because Repo would be R-E-P-O. Uh, after the speech, about two dozen Proud Boys emerged from the club to find a similarly, similarly sized group of protesters waiting to confront them, including anti-fascists as seen in cell phone videos. Uh, predictably... These two groups clashed with violence. Um, that's about it. Yeah. Uh, I read one report where the um, violence took place because an Antifa guy grabbed a mega hat, which is all very like, it's all very little boyish stuff. Like, you have different ideas of me and you don't like my clothes, so we're going to fight. In the streets. And, like, seeing the videos, I was like, oh, my God, these guys are terrible. They must be stopped. And then I found out that it was, like, other, like, a different group, like, Antifa guys. And I was like, well, kind of knew this would happen if you're saying, like, Antifa has always been, like, we got to stick to our deals and uphold our beliefs and we got to resort to violence if needed. And then 
the Proud Boys are like the type of guys who get all hooped up by physical violence. Like, I don't want to single out any high school jocks, but that seems like the guys that were in the videos. Yeah. I mean... I don't know, because politically I align myself with with uh, Antifa a little more than... I mean, they're both... They're all dipshits. Like, some things absolutely require a violent response to. Well, for me... I feel like. That would be like, would you rather eat cat shit or dog shit? And you're like, well, I imagine dog shit would be less offensive because they don't eat as much meat and rodents as cats. But still, I don't want to eat either. I'd, I'd eat the, the less offensive shit. Yeah. But I get what you mean. Like, if you... Like... Sorry, you were going to say that you assume there are some stuff that need physical violence as a reaction to? I think, yeah, absolutely. But I don't think that uh, Gavin McInnes' idiot ass speaking at a fucking, like, whatever. Yeah. That, I, I don't think that's something that, like, we need to get in physical altercations about. Yeah. Possibly. But, yeah, there's lots of stuff. Like, the, the shit that went down in Charlottesville, was that last summer? I think so, yeah. I feel like it was. Like, yeah, absolutely. That was that was something, like... Yeah, you need to, like, that was stupid. You can't, like, get, like, a mob going. But at the same time, if you already have a mob with torches, I don't think attacking them violently is going to calm any of them down. No, and I think this is very... Uh very kind of representative of like the political climate. And we're seeing more and more people in the United States being radicalized to either to these fucking fringe groups uh, that have to clash in the streets whenever someone does something the other person disagrees with, or even when they hear that each other are present. Yeah. Uh, You know? Yeah. That's just, that's the world we live in now. Yeah. I think ultimately I feel like we're losing steam on the subject, so maybe we should wrap it up. Uh, do you want to move on to something else or do you want to talk more about the Proud Boys? Well, I'd like to I'd like to just, you know, make an appeal to reasonable people out there uh, to, you know, don't don't react with violence yeah. to people like mock and scorn people mm-hmm. and, and maybe uh, you know, worst case scenario, dox them and get them fired from their job. Yeah. Hey, 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 don't get me feel, fired from my yeah, job. Yeah, no, me either. But get, like, other people who we don't yeah. like fired from their jobs. Yes. Like, people that are terrible, which don't... Yeah, like, people who... Like, I would say people with malicious intent or people who actually are engaging in hate speech and... So I guess, like, Nazis because they do kind of go out with hate speech. So yeah, I don't know. It's, it's kind of confusing because it's like you don't want to resort to physical violence, but then you see people that are just obnoxious and terrible and you're like, well, maybe resort to physical violence. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Yeah. Would it be such a bad thing if this guy got his teeth kicked in? Also proud boys. What's up with that name? Uh, It's, I don't know. It's, like, you find the group of dudes who have the least to be proud at 
proud yeah. of in their entire lives and then yeah. you dangle this group in front of them and like i think that's the whole thing like i think it's like oh yeah it's definitely it's like it's just like all these little boys who are lost it's like the peter pan syndrome should have been the lost boys oh huh? man huh? is that copyrighted huh? yeah and then they huh? could like they could do some sweet like 80s retro vampire outfits <laughs> instead of those stupid polo shirts and khakis and then they could like argue over who gets to be Kiefer Sutherland and whoever stuck as the other guys in that movie who I don't know. Where, Wasn't Kevin Bacon in that movie? Was Kevin Bacon in that movie? I, I know. know. Uh, what's his name? Kiefer Sutherland. Kiefer Sutherland was for sure. Had that bitch-ass Billy Idol mullet. One of the Corys? Platinum Bond thing. Oh, Corey yeah. Feldman? Corey well, I think he was one of the Corey. non-bad boys, though. He was like the regular kid who the bad boys were like chasing. Was Sean Astin in Lost Boys also, or am I confusing it with The Goonies? Hold on a second. I've got the internet in front of yeah. me. I mean, how could we not just wrap this all back around to 80s movies? <laughs> in usual fashion, I think he might have been in both. Mm. Oh, wait. Was Sean Astin in Goonies? Yeah, I thought 100%. it was just the two Corys that were in Goonies. Lost Boys. Corey Haim, Corey Feldman, both of the Corys, Kiefer yes. Sutherland, Jason Patrick. God damn. Uh, Who's Jason Patrick? Oh, Alex Winter? Oh, yeah. Fucking. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bill from Bill and Ted? Yeah. Uh, I don't recognize any. Billy Worth and a whole bunch of new names. Yeah, so Sean Astin was actually not. Whoa. <laughs> what? Surf uh, Nazi? Todd Fetter. Surf Nazi number one. Dude, this guy, Surf Nazi number two looks a little bit like Dan Aykroyd's like yeah. bloated alcoholic brother. <laughs> yeah, he does. Uh, so we're going to start a movement for disenfranchised young men today. And yeah. if you are listening to this and you are a disenfranchised young man and you would like to join the Lost Boys. Yeah. Lost Boys. <laughs> We See, are, we even we already got it. It's even way cooler to say that really loud. Uh, and we're going to have like vampire themed nights where we listen to banging 80s music. Like the fucking Smiths and The Cure. And then we can pl- watch like horror movies and we can play horror themed board games. Yeah. Maybe some D&D. Knock at industry fights with anti-fascists on the street of New York. Exactly. And uh, yeah, that will be our, our new religion. So we'll have our first meeting uh, here at my apartment uh, yeah. next next week. Yeah. Yeah. Next come, uh, Saturday. Come on by. Yeah. It'll be fun. We'll play board games. <laughs> okay. <laughs> stop with the board. We gotta what? Move. Board games are awesome. Okay. So the whole point of this cult, whatever, yeah. club. Is to give people a sense of purpose. Yeah. I don't know that board games are the vehicle that do that. Okay. So instead of board games. Th- I mean, I mean, there will be board games. We just mm. got to tell them. Like, I think, yeah, I think you're right. If we advertise to disenfranchised youth that there will be board games, I don't think that's a huge salary like it is for us. Yeah. Because if it was, they wouldn't be out looking for a cause. They'd just be playing board games. So what we'll do is we'll figure out a cause which will make us money. Yeah. Yeah. Because what cult, I mean group of young men would even need to exist without making its two very handsome originators a lot of money. Yeah. That's the whole point. Nice. Do you think they heard that? No. Okay. All right. 
We're good. We're good. We're golden. Uh, okay, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll discuss more dumb things that made people mad online this week. Yes, we will. Join the Lost Boys. <laughs> So, uh, you want to talk about something that I know is near and dear to your heart? Let's talk about it. Spiders. Love them. Yeah. So, um, what happened was in Australia's... Oh, which, by the way, is the most godforsaken place on Earth, and I have no fucking idea why anyone would live there. But, like everybody says, uh... Australia is basically the continent to go to get bitten by spiders because all there is there is blonde people, spiders, and snakes. I guess kangaroos and koala bears. Surfboards. Surfboards. I don't think that was an Australian accent. Uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> There's no Australians who listen to prove us wrong anyway. So there you go. And if you are Australian and you find our Australian accents offensive, please teach us how to speak with better Australian accents that we won't be offensive. Or don't, because I don't need to do that, because fuck Australia forever. Yeah. So, what... (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So what happened is, there's these things called funnel web spiders, which... If you've ever seen them, they're really fucking terrifying and and huge. If you haven't seen them, there's a picture of them, and it is Australia, so like Derek said, they're fucking huge. So what happened... Look at these six. Yeah. Look at him. No. Look at this. No. It's Look at that. Big. I don't want to. So um, if you haven't heard about the plight of the Australian Tasmanian devil, well, they've all got face tumors apparently, and they could go extinct from these face tumors. Wait, is that true? Yeah, that's how, that's how this all happened because there is a scientist working to save the lives of and pretty much the species Tasmanian devils by curing their face tumors. So they're trying to find... Devil facial tumor disease is an aggressive, non-viral, clonally transmissible cancer which affects Tasmanian devils. Yeah. So it's like... A transmitted cancer. Transmissible cancer. Oh, look at this poor little guy. The fucking scariest thing in the world because if, if, if cancer's contagious... You really should just start ringing the alarm bells because there's no going back. That's the worst thing that could ever happen. But so the scientist was trying to uh, cure these Tasmanian devils of their face cancer. This and is fucked up. I don't know why, but she started. Oh, they were trying to use spider. The weird thing is they're using spider stuff to cure the cancer cells. But. In the article, they don't say if they know it's the spider venom or the spider blood. So I guess they're just crunching up spiders in a big vial and then rubbing it on Tasmania Devil's faces. But... Which I'm okay with. Dead spiders. Best thing ever. They found out that this tunnel uh, funnel web spider goop cures melanoma, which is a type of cancer. And... They've tried it on mice, and it cured their melanoma. So, 
this is super exciting news for everybody who has suffered melanoma. Wait, is melanoma like cancer of the blood or is it like a specific? It's, it's skin, skin cancer. Oh, yeah. So uh, all you got to do is go to Australia, crunch up some spiders, and then just rub the goop on your skin. So, A, Tasmanian devils are way cuter than Looney Tunes led me to believe. Yeah. Look at these little fellas. They are look at them. cute. You know what they look like? It's like a little baby bear. Yeah, they look like a mixture of a baby bear and a badger. Like, super cute. Yeah, but apparently very mean. Yeah, look and at... And prone to face yeah, tumors. Yeah, the ones with face tumors are not that cute. Oh, you shouldn't have pulled that picture up. Now I'm going to be scarred forever. Yeah, I feel kind of sick. My entire life. Looking at that. Uh, B, I was led to believe by this article that you actually had to put a funnel web spider on your face and have it bite you. But if we're just like mashing the spiders up into paste. I told you that they had to be on your face and bite you because. You lied to me. Yeah. Because you know I don't like spiders. Yeah. This changes my whole reaction to this story because oh, before yeah. I was like, I would just take my chances with the melanoma. <laughs> but yeah. if I just have to put spider paste on my face and yeah. we're massacring a bunch of spiders yeah. to cure cancer, that's that's what you call a win-win. Buddy. Yeah. And this is good for me being a person of fair skin who's prone to melanoma because I don't have to worry about going in the sun and getting skin cancer. I could just be outside all day, every day, and then if it comes to it, rub spider guts on me. Instead of putting 150 SPF lotion (laughs) on your entire body, you could just put spider paste on you. Yeah. Like, I have to wear lotion that is so thick, at the end of the day, I can actually peel it off like a shirt. Oh, gross. A little bit of an aside here. Uh, You know... The uh, the hit 80s movie Arachnophobia with John yeah. Goodman in it. Yeah. So you know the scene at the end of that movie where he flings the spider queen into that breaker box mm-hmm. and electrocutes the spider queen mm-hmm. and she explodes and all, the, all her guts start running out of her. Spoiler alert. Sorry. John Goodman wins. <laughs> the spiders lose. Do you want to know a secret? I've never seen this movie. For real? For real. Oh, dude, you got to watch it. It's actually really good. I think when I was a kid, they're like, hey, there's this there's this movie about spiders and John Goodman. I'm like, I love John Goodman. And they're like, yeah, it's called arachnophobia. I'm like, wait, isn't that like when you're scared of spiders? And they're like, oh, yeah, it's because these spiders like kill people and it's a huge problem. And I'm like, well, I'm not watching that because I don't want to watch that because I'm already scared enough of spiders. Yeah, I was terrified of spiders and I still watch this movie. I don't know if it holds up. Uh, but he throws the spider queen into a breaker box and she explodes and her guts like explode out of her body. And the spider guts look like I can't fucking Yogurt? watch this right now. Have I gotten more scared of spiders Probably. since I was a child? Well, yeah, because you're more conscientious of the damage a spider could do to your body with a bite. Yeah, I don't know if that's a fear of ours here in Vancouver. Like there's not. I mean, yeah, if you're talking like Australia. Yeah. Which I won't even visit yeah. ever in my lifetime because yeah. of the spiders. Yeah, I'd say you're more afraid of spiders now than you were when you were a kid. Okay, watch. He throws the spider into... Yeah. Oh, maybe it's the fire? Oh, God, look at all that shit. Oh. Oh, big fucking spider How nest. did you watch this movie? All the spiders coming out. I love how the video we're watching on YouTube is somebody taped their TV. Oh, and then she explodes, and then, like... 
all this milky shit runs out of her body. Hey, that's not John Goodman. That's not, that's, uh, what's his name? Oh. Lloyd from, uh, Dumb and Dumber. Oh, fucking. Jeff, uh. Daniels. Thank you. That's John Goodman. Oh. Pops nice. in to save him. Watch. The spider dies. Yeah. I distinctly recall there being, like, some sort of milky substance that I came out of the spider's body. that was a different scene. Okay. Well, regardless, I did not drink milk for two years. Two after, years? Yeah, I just couldn't. I was like, this is spider guts. So, probably had a pretty major calcium deficiency throughout my youth because of the hit 1980s movie Arachnophobia. How old were you when this was happening? Oh, I would have been, like... Uh, when did this movie actually come out? I don't know. It was like a long time ago. We're super old. So wait, you didn't drink milk from the age of like 9 to 11? Oh, it came out in like 1990, so I would have been 10 years old. So probably from like 10 to 12. And your mom no was milk. never like, yo, you should drink some milk. And you're no like, milk. I don't want to make milk. Oh, probably. I was like, fuck that. It's made of spiders. But now, yeah, it's come full circle because I'm just going to be putting spider milk on my entire body. Yeah. To because now, because back then you're like, I don't want to drink spider milk. But now you've come to the realization that if you're drinking spider milk, it means a spider died. So this could be here. So all the spider milk you drink is spider. Means a dead dying. spider. Supply and demand would equivocate into the death of spider. I just want to get to the point where like we've like – Agriculture has failed, yeah, and we all have to turn to eating bugs for protein. Oh yeah, you can already because then we'll just like, murder all the bugs. Yeah, well, all of them. The worst part about this scenario is we wouldn't just murder all the bugs because then we'd run out of food. We'd have to have bug farms, and then we'd probably grow super big bugs so we could get more food from those bugs. So all right, never mind. Us eating bugs would actually be bad for people who are scared of bugs because if you're Making giant crickets and grasshoppers just so you have more meat for your, like, crickets and grasshopper pies <laughs> or whatever you're going to do. However you would like to eat your crickets and, and grasshoppers. I grew up on a farm, and I could tell you for a fact, if you have animals in a cage, they'll get out at one point. So you might have giant grasshoppers that got loose and flying around. Another great giant spider movie? Yeah. Eight-Legged Freaks. That is a great giant spider movie. With Luke, uh, Luke, wasn't it Luke Wilson? Oh, yeah, Luke Wilson was in that. Whatever happened to Luke Wilson? I don't know. Seems like he hasn't been in a movie in a while. Seems like Owen's career kind of took off while, uh, while his, yeah. I think Luke got like puffy face, like he got that thing where guys in their 40s kind of get like Tom Hanks had it for a bit, Leo kind of had it, and then got over it where their face just gets like super puffy. I don't know if it's because they're like drinking too much and not taking care of themselves. I don't know. Luke Wilson's still in a fuckload of movies. 2016, he he was in one, two, three, four, four movies. Yeah, but he was only in one movie in 2017. Yeah, and then two movies in 2018. Marty Marks? Two in 2019. Yeah, but I've never heard of any of those movies, so I don't think that he's doing that well because he's in movies that nobody's heard of. He was in a TV show. Called Roadies, directed by Cameron Crowe. David Arquette. That's the name I was trying to think of. The guy who married Monica. Oh, wait. From Friends. David Arquette. Wait, was it David Arquette and not Luke Wilson? I think it might be now. 
Because those guys don't really look that similar. I thought they were both in it. I can kind of remember. Oh, one hundred percent, David Arquette. It's not Luke Wilson at all. Oh, I thought it, I knew it was David Arquette, but I thought Luke will. I thought I remembered Luke Wilson also being in it. Also, Scarlett Johansson before she was famous. Oh, the young Scarlett Johansson. Um. Wait, that looks like Luke Wilson, but that's actually David Arquette. Wow. Huh. Maybe we've discovered. Maybe we just became racist against white people because we think they all look the same. They do all look the same. Yeah, you and I, indistinguishable. We could be twins from a distance. That's why I have to read glasses and have hair so people can tell us apart. <laughs> it's like me. It's actually true. Bald white guys. Yeah, all look the same. Oh, like dude. I will go. There's me and one other guy in our office. He's also a bald white guy, yeah. uh, and uh, we get mistaken for each other. Like, oh, constantly. dude. Life hack, if you want to look younger, shave your head because at work there's like four or five bald white guys. And when I see them from like 20 feet away and I think they're the other person, one guy's like 55 and one guy's 25 and they look the same from the back. So if you're an old guy, shave your head and then you'll look like an indeterminate age of another white guy with a bald head. Just curious, what would you classify as an old guy? Older than us. Good, good, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I will accept that. Because, I don't know, like, when you're young, you think adult starts at, like, 22, and then as you grow, and you should be getting closer to the age that you interpret as officially being an adult... You realize how not adult-like you are inside. So you're like, oh, it's got to be pushed back. So as I grew closer to 22, the age of adulthood got pushed back. And now that I'm 39, adulthood is like 60. Yeah. Because I'm 39 and I'm not an adult. I think the most adult thing I have done is just accept that they're that age where I'm like, oh, I'm a grown-up now. That doesn't exist. That's never going to – I'm never going to hit a point where I'm like, oh – I'm a mature, responsible individual. That And the worst part is, it's like, well, that's not even just me because I'm a pretty immature guy. So I'm like, no, I'm immature. No, Dale. But I look at the other people who are supposed to be adults, like people I work with. And I'm like, well, you've got emotional baggage. You can't deal with problems because you're unwilling to admit the truth. So you're obviously not an adult. Okay. Well, well, welders are probably also very. It's not just welders. It's every job I've ever had. Every grown man I've ever met seems immature in one way or another. So, maybe... And then you come to this point where you're like, oh, maybe there is no age where you finally figure it there out. There is no age where you finally figure it out. And you know what's going on. And then the most terrifying thing is you and me were like 38, 39. You sit down and you're like, okay, we're 38, we're 39. Men our age pretty much run the world... They're in charge of all the major decisions. And that's not Donald Trump is like 80. Well, anyways, you know what I mean? Like we're supposed to be adults. We're supposed to be of the age where we know what's going on. What if everybody who's running everything is exactly like us and still has no fucking idea what's going on and are just kind of winging it? That is absolutely terrifying. Yeah. Well, I guess I guess that's one good thing about Trump is because he's finally throwing it in our face that the people who should know what the fuck's going on don't and they're just kind of playing it by ear 
and trying not to fuck up. Just making shit up or actively trying to fuck up, either or. Yeah. You know what's even scarier than that? Yeah. Having a child and being like, oh, fuck, I have to teach this kid to not fuck up or be like just a gigantic burden on society or a piece of shit or like a puppy murderer. Yeah. And then being like, I'm still not at an age where I feel confident <laughs> not turning my child Pretty into a puppy Pretty much murderer. in our society, all you have to do is not touch him or let him get trauma physically too bad in any way. Because look at us. That's our, a tall order, buddy. Like Not the not touching part. Okay. But the, the like, there's lots of stuff that can fuck somebody up, right? Yeah, but think about your childhood. Think about how I'm not trying to sell my parents short or your parents short. I love you, Sue Bolin. You did a fine job. <laughs> what about Al? Also, I was Al probably Bolin, listening to this too. You also did a fine job. Uh, think of when you turned like your teenage years and you started examining the way your parents raised you and you started noticing maybe they had some shortcomings in their tactics towards raising children. And then you realize at what age you kind of start being self-sufficient and not just being spood fan opinions and ideas on how to run your life from your parents. So basically what I'm saying is if you feel scared that you're going to fuck up your kid, just look at all the ways your parents should have fucked you up and you didn't end up fucked up. Yeah. But what if they really tried to fuck me up and it was just like some fluke accident that I didn't get fucked up. Well, you have two brothers and they didn't get fucked up. Uh, Jared could definitely be a puppy murderer. And I know I can say that because I know he doesn't oh, listen yeah. to this podcast. Ongoing experiment of if Dwayne, Jared listens to the Dwayne podcast. Dwayne is great and well-adjusted. Jared murders puppies. Yeah, because Dwayne got back to us and he listens to the podcast. Jared still doesn't. My older brother. Oh, it's the same. My brother, who's older, also listens to the podcast. Neil and Levi doesn't listen to the podcast. Well, if Levi does, it does he never brought it up. Yeah. Levi probably also murders puppies. Just going to put it out there. Levi, if you do listen to the podcast, tell me and I will make – I will retract that statement yeah. on air. I do know he likes to touch the tits of cows <laughs> because he milks <laughs> 300 cows at once. He's a cow fondler. Anyway, so yeah, basically what I'm saying is Noah, your son, most likely won't be that fucked up because, I don't know, there's, yeah, do I think he'll be fine. Do you want to make a quick segue into the lengths they're going to to make sure kids aren't fucked up now? The ridiculous, ridiculous lengths. Uh, two news stories this week, sort of, yeah, semi-recent. Well, one's recent, one was in September because it was... One was a school in Surrey opening and having like all these like, hey, we are trying, we're really walking on eggshells, trying not to fuck up kids now. So we have a school that doesn't have bells because it causes anxiety. There, they specifically went on the records. They didn't say no bells. They said yeah. we are going to have two. We're going to limit it to two bells per day. Mm -hmm. Where it used to be, you got a bell at the end of every fucking class. And to start the day and to end the day and start and beginning a lunch. Which is shitty because remember when you were trying to leave a class and a teacher was just get wrapped up in what they're saying and they're like, the bell doesn't dismiss you. I dismiss you. Those fuckers, you're going to be stuck there like an extra 20 minutes. Yeah, those teachers suck. 
Yeah. Uh, so this school opened and they are specifically limiting it to two bells a day because bells cause anxiety. So uh, if there's a fire, fucking sorry, you're dead because we didn't notify you because we didn't oh, want to yeah. make our little snowflakes anxious. We didn't want to stress you out. Yeah. So we let you burn alive. Yeah. yeah. Like no fucking bells. That's so ridiculous. Yeah. We want to we want to whisper. Hey, there, there's a fire. No need to panic, but there's a little fire going on right now. Oh, and the Just worst... Just so to not cause anxiety. The worst part is, this is high school. This is the prime age of kids being shits and taking advantage of every angle they can. Like, when I was in high school, and if there was no bells, I would have been late for every class, on purpose, and they would have been like, why are you late? And I would have been like, there's no bells. <laughs> I, I don't know. They're like don't you have a watch? And I'd be like, but all the clocks in the school are different. Cause every clock is like three or four minutes different. And it's like, realistically, it's not a good excuse, but just saying all the clocks are different makes it sound like they're wildly different. Yeah. Also that's when you could have pulled out and been like, Oh, the concept of time gives me anxiety. So sorry. Oh, I'm just a free spirit now. Good. I don't good, live good. by the hour. Cause that makes me anxious. Also, this school has a terrible name because it's called Ecole Salish Secondary School, which translates to School Salish Secondary School. I think they just do Ecole at the beginning because that's the bilingual thing. It's like Ecole Salish or Salish Secondary School. Oh. To meet those Canadian bilingual biling, oh. bilingualism. So it's not actually called... Ecole Salish Secondary School is just called Salish Secondary School, but if you're Franck, it's Ecole Salish Secondary? Yes, sir. Wait, shouldn't they change secondary as well? Well, pro- who, who... Because secondary wouldn't be in the name. Right. It would just be... School. A, a determinant of what type of school it is. Correct. So it should have whatever the French word for secondary is. Secondaire! Okay, maybe it's close enough. <laughs> I think that might actually be true. Secondaire! I don't know. <laughs> Uh, and then now in England, the new story coming out today, uh, or this week. This is sometime since we recorded last. Let's say that. Sometime in the last, in the effervescent pool. No, it's not. Oh, this is a university. This isn't even a school. This is This one's bad. And. Okay. This part's kind of cool. Just do the story first and then we'll, uh, they, they banned uh, the university of Manchester has banned clapping. Wait, that's not how you pronounce Manchester. You have to say Manchester. The University of Manchester. Of Manchester. And I can promise we didn't throw this in just so we could talk in our shitty English accents. That's just a fucking kismet bonus that we took full advantage of. Manchester. I Manchester. You're <laughs> clapping. It's stressing me out. Uh, traditional clapping can cause issues for students with autism, sensory issues, or deafness. You know what else can cause issues with those people? English accents. <laughs> Manchester. Like, can you remember, what, like, if you're a person who's sensitive to sound and then you hear somebody with, like, a thick Cockney accent, they're like, I want a... That is Scottish. <laughs> I am from Manchester. Uh, you want to go get some points, lads? Like Whatever they say. cycled through, like, eight different <laughs> accents. Hey, there. I've never said I was good at accents. You know what? <laughs> I'm, this is what I'm going to do. Instead of saying English accent, Scottish accent, Irish accent, I'm going to say the Commonwealth accent. <laughs> this is the Commonwealth. Way, it's the Queen's accent. I could slip 
into any country that's in the Commonwealth, and it'll still be the right accent. I'm going to hear from, I know Lorna's going to message me after this, being like, Ireland isn't part of the Commonwealth, you dipshits. It's not? I don't know. I, if I had to venture a guess, I, thought the I would say that's the thing we're going to be most wrong about. No, because they're part of the United Kingdom, and the United Kingdom's in the Commonwealth. They are not what? part of the United Kingdom. Wait, they're not? What are they? Are they just part of England? So the UK is England, Scotland, Wales. Wales is its own country? <laughs> I thought Wales was just a part of England. Uh, I'm pretty sure Wales. Where the fuck is Wales? Isn't Wales like... Oh my god. That's yeah, a country. Where is it? Just off to the side here. Right, oh. right by Manchester. Hi, Manchester. Hey, Lottie, you want to go over to Wales and cross the border and get some points? Okay, so my favorite thing is that they're replacing clapping with jazz hands. Jazz hands. So that, that is fucking cool. Wait, I wait, can't wait, wait, that. wait, wait. Can I do spirit fingers? What's spear fingers <laughs> is like when you do like the wiggly fingers and jazz hands is where you hold your whole hand still but shake the whole thing. Like you go palms out and then you shake like ah, and then spear fingers is where you hold your hands horizontal and you wiggle your fingers like oh, my man is. Oh, I like it. Like Bill Cosby. Okay. Can't. We can't. Sneaky fingers. You can't. Okay. You can't. Not like Bill Cosby. Not anymore. At all. Not anymore. Okay. Pick Bill a Cosby ruined Spear pick, pick a different guy. I know he ruined Ghost Dad, that's oh, for sure. And Leonard Six. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. Yeah, okay, so anyways, you hold your hand and you wiggle your fingers. That's Spear, the difference. Spear fingers. Do you think if I did that in front of a deaf person, they would know I was clapping? No, because this, jazz hands, is apparently the British Sign Language equivalent of applause. Oh, really? That's why they're doing it, to be more inclusive. But... And here's my thing. You know who this isn't inclusive of? Jazz people? People born without hands. Or That's people true. who have lost hands. How are you going to include them? Well, how would they clap anyway? Well, you, you can, so you can knock other parts of your body together. Oh, my God. My grade two teacher had polio, so she had a dead hand. And she clapped by hitting the top of her wrist with her other hand like this. And being... Complete little shits in 1986. We all made fun of her. Jesus Christ. Relentlessly. Maybe not to her face because she screamed a lot and was very mean. That's which yeah, I wouldn't be mean if I had to put like just every year is a new cycle of little shits mocking oh yeah. my. Oh, yeah. Because you're like, hey, I have a physical disability. What's one job I can take on that I will never have to confront this physical disability and feel marginalized? I know. I'll teach Eight-year-old people. <laughs> Eight-year-olds <laughs> with no filter yeah. and no empathy for other humans. Oh, yeah, and this is, like, before internet and smartphones and stuff. So we were still, like, whatever our parents did to raise us was still what happened. Like, there was no, like, empathy videos on YouTube that we would watch or anything. So we were just shits. Yeah, so she couldn't do – well, she could do one jazz hand – but you know, you're at you're at like a hockey game yeah. and you're like holding a coffee or a beer in one hand, yeah. but you want to like clap along or yeah. applaud to show your support for the sporting team. Yeah. So you'll like, you know, uh, hit your thigh yeah. or you'll uh beat your chest. Yeah. yeah, that works. Yeah. 
lot of lot of that. Just got another wicked idea for the Lost Boys. Instead of clapping and jazz hands, we beat our chest. That's that's very alpha. Yeah, I yeah. can get behind that. Because if you see, like, if you're a person and you want to be intimidated, what's more intimidated than a bunch of neckbeards beating their chest no, at you? Not a lot. Exactly. Maybe one saying racism. Just saying the word racism? <laughs> no, out loud. Racism! <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that guy just said racism and beat his chest. I'm fucking out of here. Whatever opinion I had that didn't agree with him is no longer important. Or those guys are alpha as fuck. I'm going to yeah. join them today and give Derek and Dale all my worldly possessions and financial goods to empower the cause. Update. I don't want your worldly possessions, just your financials, <laughs> because I don't want whatever a neckbeard uh, considers valuable. Beard. That's an actual Twelve position. mason jars of my piss because <laughs> I don't use the washroom when I'm playing Fortnite. Here's, <laughs> here's the participation award I got in grade two. Uh, Sorry, neckbeard. Speaking of participation ribbons, uh, if your kid is scared of bells or clapping, where the fuck are they going to live? Where are they going to live? Where are they going to move in a city where they're like, oh, yeah, I can see it with loud noises. Little chance for me to brag about the tiny little bit amount of uh, traveling I've done. Mm -hmm. I went to London, England, <gasps> which I, I know it's bigger than Dale. Manchester. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Can you say that again, but with an accent? Oh, I, I've been to London, England. <laughs> you know what? London, England was loud as fuck. It was so fucking loud. And I can only imagine that Manchester, England is also loud. So like you're saying, it's even worse because not only do these kids or people because they're university age have to deal with the noise of a university. It's a London university. And those people are just fucking loud because their environment's loud because they don't have urban sprawl. So everybody's smashed into all these spots. They don't have room for urban sprawl. Yeah, it's like so – it's so loud that they have to talk loud and they have that not annoying accent that isn't offensive to anybody's ears that is also louder than a regular person talking. So it's basically they're going to be like, oh, I'm doing jazz hands to totally save my hearing and my stress levels. And then they just get berated with like people talking. Just punched in the face by noise all day. We live in. A suburb of Vancouver, yeah. which is a much less populous city than London yeah. or a lot of the cities out there. It's still fucking – it's noisy all the time. And the best thing about where we live in Burnaby is there's trees everywhere to absorb some of the sounds from the roads and shit. Whereas in London, it's just fucking old bricks and chimneys that people used to sweep up and down. You, uh, yeah, that seems uh, historically accurate. Yeah. You know what pisses me off? Yeah. When – Fire trucks or ambulances go by. Yeah, people who cover their ears. Dude, it is so loud. Yeah, it's it's supposed, but it's like two seconds. It's driving by you. Why you got to cover your ears? Because you could probably get actual hearing damage. I don't. I, uh, you know what? As a guy who has only <laughs> been able to hear out of one ear for the past year and a half, hearing damage ain't the end of the world. You know what? I think everybody should have got hearing damage the old-fashioned way like we did, by going to concerts and standing beside the speakers and being like, ah, it's way too loud, but I love it. <laughs> this, this music's so good. 
I yeah. feel in my soul. I still, uh, I make fun of people who bring earplugs to concerts. You're that person. Now. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Because I already have the damaged hearing. Yeah, but the damage is already done. I will still make fun of you, even though I'm like, I'm actually deaf in one ear. <laughs> and I'm like, look at this fucking nerd bringing earplugs to a concert. Oh, dude, I'm so used to wearing, well, another reason I wear earplugs is because I'm used to wearing earplugs all day because at oh, work. Oh, I'm a welder. I have to wear earplugs in my extremely manly and dangerous line of work. Yeah, that's pretty much it because it's so fucking loud. Like people are just smashing shit with hammers all day and like revving the engines of the shit and like fucking grinding. So like I'm just used to hearing ear, like having earplugs in. So it's like most people are like, oh, it's so awkward having earplugs. And I'm like, oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I always forget to have them in. I know. In my workplace, I occasionally get a really noisy notification when an email comes in. <laughs> it's fucking... It's what about worst. those office dogs barking? The, oh, don't get me started <laughs> on the office dogs again. <laughs> All right. We're at an hour. Anything else you would uh, like to discuss? Um, oh, should we talk about your little... You went to New Orleans already once. And we are... Twice. Did we already talk about it on the podcast about all that fucking good food you ate? Uh, no, it's it's a great city, awesome culture, delicious food. I ate better food this time. Okay, I'm just going to – I feel like we should maybe talk about it a bit because I'm sure some of our audience hasn't been to New Orleans and they probably think it's just women with their tops off walking around and you throw beads at them just so you can see their breasts. Do they do that anymore? Mm, only during for me to go. Mar- oh, Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson split up. No. Wait, who's Ariana Grande? Or wait, is Pete butthole eyes? Butthole eyes <laughs> was engaged <laughs> to the biggest pop star in the planet. Wait, she's the biggest pop star. I is think she bigger than Rihanna. Yeah. She's absolutely, uh, whatever. Did I just date myself of when I stopped paying attention to pop music, which is three years ago? Around the time. Uh, yeah, apparently this gave hope to all people with butthole eyes. All, all like nerdy <laughs> white guys. Dude, have you heard his humor? He is not nerdy. He is uh, hilarious. Is he Is he edgy? He's super offensive. Is he? He is. The only person more offensive than Pete Davidson stand-up is Anthony Jeselnik. For real? I, yeah, for real. You'd think he's kind of like white bread and boring because he's on Saturday Night Live, like Jimmy Fallon, who doesn't seem like he, he's he, ever I get a very guy. Jimmy Fallon vibe from this guy. Oh, he's not. He's like Adam Sandler mixed with Jesselneck. That's his stand-up humor. I don't really watch Saturday Night Live, so I don't know what kind of jokes he breaks out on the show. But when he does just his stand-up... It's super offensive, which directly translates into hilarious. All right. Well. Wait, why did they break up? I, I don't care enough. See, to... after we're done, watch that video, and I bet it's offensive. Okay. Well, it's a three-second clip, so that's the most ah. offensive thing about it. He probably just says, I have butthole eyes for three seconds. I, I have butthole. <laughs> uh, all right. Okay. Um. Wait, I didn't actually ask. Oh, New Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah. Oh, uh, nobody shows their breasts there. I mean, they do during Mardi Gras, I assume. I don't know. When is Mardi Gras? Uh, It's the day before Pancake Pancake Tuesday. Wait, Pancake Tuesday? It kicks off Lent. Shrove Shrove Tuesday? Fat Tuesday? Did you? No, it's Fat. It's Fat Tuesday. It's Fat 
Is Fat Tuesday the end of Lent? Wait, isn't it Fat Monday? Wait, what day? Wait. I was in French version for like. Oh, wait, Mardi Gras? That's March, isn't it? No, Mardi is a day of the week. Oh, it is Tuesday. Mardi Gras, Fat Tuesday. Hey, Del Nosta! That's that's also Shrove, Shrove Tuesday. It's the same day. Okay, Shrove Tuesday. Pancake Tuesday you got to eat pancakes. and Fat Tuesday are all the same day. All the same day. Fuck, that's like when I found out IHOP was actually the same as International House of Pancakes. Deep. <laughs> it actually, I don't know. <laughs> it happened yeah. like a week ago? No, it happened like a couple of years ago. And I was like, oh, because they didn't have those where we grew up. So I'd never really seen them. Like when we were growing up, weren't they kind of like a U.S. only Restaurant IHOP? Mm, or no, they, been they definitely didn't have them in, uh, you know, the, the, the metropolitan Salmon Arm area. Just couldn't chase out Humpties, I guess. Yeah, that was there. They are. The, the, yeah. the you want to know how mafia. small the town is where we grew up? There wasn't even a Denny's growing up. No, we had to drive forty-five minutes to Vernon, which was yeah. like the big city where yeah. they had the Denny's you could go to. Yeah, and a Seven Eleven. Wait, Salmon Arm has Seven Eleven. Salmon Arm did have a Seven. Enderby, which is by Salmon Arm, didn't even have a Seven Eleven. It was terrible. All right. Um. So Mardi Gras is. Wait, what time of the year is that? One day. It's uh spring. It's in March, isn't it? It's. I don't know. I don't know when Lent is. Mardi Gras is the day before Ash Wednesday. Ash Wednesday kicks off Lent. Lent's, Lent runs for 40 days and ends with Easter. Okay. So, couple It's got to be March. Couple questions. Um, Lent is, is it Jewish? Oh, it starts in February. February or March. Okay. So anyways, is Lent Jewish? Mm, no. that it, it, They have their own thing. I think it's called Pass, Passover? No, Passover is also a Christian thing. It's where you're supposed to paint the threshold of your doorway with lamb's blood so that the spirit of the Christ wouldn't take your firstborn son. Which is kind of a crazy holiday to uh, celebrate. Okay, anyways. My 40 days is, of Lent. Is this holiday the 40... Is 40 days of Lent to celebrate the 40 days that the Jewish people were in the desert? No. That is Passover. Okay. The 40 days of Lent are to... You're supposed to give up what you... Your biggest vice, right? Uh, Passover includes the month of preparation, blah, 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 blah. Just as Lent prepares Christians for Easter. But why is it for... Lent traditionally lasts for 40 days. The number is derived from the time Jesus spent fasting in the desert after his baptism by John the Baptist. Oh... Oh. There is Passover parallels the Israelite experience during the Exodus. They lived in the wilderness for 40 years. Uh, these 40 years were preparation for experiencing redemption in the promised land. So they condensed that down to 40 days, which happens to be the same as Lent, which is based on the time Jesus spent in the desert. And they both run approximately the same time, I oh. want to say. How convenient. Yeah, isn't it, though? It's almost yeah. like all these religions are made up <laughs> to cover other stuff so you don't miss out. Anyways, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'm good. Uh, yeah, I feel like we covered everything important. Yeah, we did. 
I didn't come off down there, did I? <laughs> no, you the never. Because po- I don't know too much about the political stuff. You always, you're the funny guy and the smart guy oh, on the podcast. Nice. I'm just the the psychic here to okay chime in with. You know, I, li- I like the way that sounds. Chime in with sidekick Moses. Derek. Uh, boy, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks for tuning in to episode 63 of Outrage Factory. Uh, as always, I have been your host, Derek Bolin. You can find me on the Twitter machine at Herder. Weren't you going to be the sidekick? I'm the sidekick, Derek <laughs> Bolin. <laughs> I am also your host, slash, I guess I'd be a sidekick. Fellow too, sidekick. Since we both. Co sidekick. Oh my god, that is the best idea for a superhero movie. Two sidekicks. No hero. No actual hero. Ooh, it starts off where the hero has two sidekicks, like maybe he's going to pick one, and then the hero dies, and then the sidekicks have to save the day. And it's like a fish out of water tail because they're not good with their powers yet, and comedic genius. Right, right, right. the screenplay. Oh, Let's pitch it. Right? Let's pitch I'm it. I'm already writing a vampire book. I and know. it's taken... Two years, and I have like also for anyone who doesn't 40 know, pages. Dale has spent two years writing a vampire book, and now he's going to be writing a screenplay for this uh, comedy movie. Yeah, not a drama. I'll call it Sidekicks. Like it, but I feel like that's already taken. Anyway, I'm Dale the Rooter. You can find me at Super Dalebot on Twitter. Facebook's just my name. Oh, yeah, it was the movie with Chuck Norris and... Uh, Jonathan Brandis. Yeah, oh, that Brandis. movie was awesome. I'm like, why does that sound familiar? <laughs> Wait, maybe we can make it because Jonathan Brandis hung himself, so it's kind of like the name's not taken anymore. You can find us on Twitter <laughs> at Outrage Fact Pod or like us on Facebook. Uh, if you uh, subscribe to any podcasting platforms and you listen to our podcast there, please take the time to write us a review. Tell your friends about us. Don't tell them that Dale said offensive <laughs> shit about Jonathan Brandis. Also, if you want to detether yourself from the CIA, you can just go through an incognito window in uh, your favorite browser, go to simplecast slash outrage factory. I think it's just outragefactory.simplecast.com. Download the MP3 and then no one will know you're there. Uh, as far as I know, we're not on the dark web. I don't even really know how to work the dark web. So. I don't even know what the dark web is beyond. Supposedly, it's like the regular internet, but to get into Darker. it. Yeah, it's <laughs> like you turn, you dim the lights. It's like. <laughs> The regular internet, but you can only go in anonymous. So basically what happens with humans when they get anonymity is they're super evil, crazy assholes. So it's just filled with evilness. Yeah. I think that's why it's called the dark web because everything's dark. It's your worst core desires. It's like Lord of the Flies on the internet. Yeah. All the time. Exactly. Okay. Well, until next week. Stay angry. Stay angry.